Hey there, all you beautiful souls and groove enthusiasts. Welcome to the heart and soul of your Wednesday, the Merkle Treehouse, your haven of acceptance and sonic enlightenment. Can you dig it? Today, on this fine August 30th, 2023, we're cranking up the vibes to let you know that your dreams, your passions, and your very essence are cherished here. Listen close, because I want you to hear this loud and clear. You, my friend, are not just a listener. You're part of a tribe, a family that thrives on true diversity, on individuality, and on the kaleidoscope of dreams that you bring to the table. We're here to tell you that your aspirations are valid, your voice is important, and your presence is celebrated like a rare groove. So sit back, relax, and know that this space, this sanctuary, is where you belong. It's a stage of soundness for the symphony of your thoughts and the cadence of your spirit. We're not just spinning vibes, we're painting a canvas of unity, and every stroke is a testament to the beauty of you. And now, my friends, it's time to welcome the guiding star of this soulful journey. She's the heartbeat of the Merkle Treehouse, the one who weaves the threads of wisdom and wonder into our lives, the luminary, the maestro. It's that groovy chick who keeps the vibe alive, the one and only Miss Audrey Merkle. Thank you, Horace, and thank you, listeners, for joining us on this beautiful Wednesday. The Bitcoin price roller coaster continues, folks. After last week's Bitcoin dip due to the inconsequential SpaceX news, and this week's surge following the equally inconsequential Grayscale ETF ruling, it's clear that dollar cost averaging is your trusty companion when buying Bitcoin. In regard to the Grayscale ETF, a federal appeals court has taken the SEC to task ruling against its rejection of Grayscale Investments' spot Bitcoin ETF proposal. Now let's bring in the ever-entertaining Sammy Nash for his take on the details. Sammy, what's the scoop? Ladies and gentlemen, it's another episode of Bitcoin vs. the World. I'm Sammy Nash, your guide through the chaotic circus of finance, here to unravel the latest twist in the tale of the Grayscale Bitcoin ETF saga. Grab your popcorn and your private keys, because we're diving in. The story so far... The U.S. Securities Regulator, also known as the SEC, decided to play the you-can't-sit-with-us card with Grayscale's Bitcoin ETF dreams. It's like high school drama, but with dollar signs. SEC should stand for, seriously, everything's complicated. But hold on to your Bitcoin wallets, my friends, because the story takes a wild turn. Grayscale sued the SEC, and the District of Columbia Court of Appeals agreed and said, SEC. Your decision-making needs more explanation than an IKEA furniture manual. This ruling isn't exactly a high-five to grayscale. It's more like a show-your-work note on a math test. Now the SEC's got 45 days to decide if they're going to fight back. But you've got to love the drama. SEC, ETFs, and court rulings. It's like Wall Street meets a courtroom drama, and we're all watching with our popcorn. Now let's chat about these ETFs the easy-to-fool funds that promise to hold your precious digital treasures. Grayscale, BlackRock, Fidelity. They're all waving their hands in the air, begging to be the responsible babysitters for your Bitcoin. But hold on. Let's not forget who we're dealing with here. The same folks who brought us the 2008 financial crisis. Do we really want them holding our Bitcoin? That's like asking a cat to guard your fish tank. So here's the deal. Bitcoin ETFs are like that trendy new diet. Everyone's talking about it. But is it really a healthy way to lose weight? 
Grayscale, BlackRock, and Fidelity might want to be your financial BFFs, but let's not hand over the crown jewels just yet. Remember, you don't need a babysitter when you're holding the keys to your Bitcoin castle. Now let's not forget the SEC, the self-proclaimed superheroes of financial vigilance. They gave Grayscale's ETF dreams a reality check, and some say they did us a favor. But here's the thing. Bitcoin doesn't need an SEC lifeguard. We've got a trick up our sleeves. It's called self-custody. Yep, we can manage our own Bitcoin without Big Brother watching over us. This is Sammy Nash, signing off with a reminder. Keep your Bitcoin close, your financial giants even closer, and your skepticism at an all-time high. Stay curious, stay witty, and remember, nobody holds your Bitcoin better than you do. Thank you, Sammy. As I mentioned before, embracing a dollar-cost averaging strategy for your Bitcoin acquisitions is a prudent path to accumulating those precious sats. While it might not always deliver the most sensational gains, let's not forget that we're still at the early stages of this revolution, and there's ample room for substantial price appreciation. For those unfamiliar with the concept of dollar-cost averaging, allow our dynamic duo Eli and Polly to walk you through the fundamentals. Children, the stage is yours. Hey Polly, have you ever wondered about the best time to buy Bitcoin? Yeah, Eli. Sometimes it's super expensive, and other times it's not. How can we know when to buy? Well, there's a cool strategy grown-ups use called dollar cost averaging, or DCA for short. DCA? What's that? It's like this, Polly. Imagine we have a big bag of candies, and we want to buy them, but the candy prices keep changing every day. Oh, like when the chocolate bars cost more some days and less on other days? Exactly. Instead of trying to guess when the candies will be cheap, we decide to buy a little bit of candy every week no matter the price. So we buy candy every week even if it's expensive? Right. That way, even if some weeks it's expensive and other weeks it's not, we end up with a good amount of candies without stressing about the price ups and downs. But what if the candy prices go really high? That's the neat part, Polly. Since we're buying a little bit each time, we get some candies when they're expensive and some when they're not. It helps us get an average price over time. Oh, so we don't have to worry about candies being too expensive sometimes? Exactly. And the best thing is, we don't need to be experts in candy prices. We just keep buying and enjoying our candies. But why do grown-ups use DCA? Well, Polly, Bitcoin has prices that go up and down a lot. Grown-ups use DCA to avoid the stress of guessing when to buy. They set up a plan to buy a little bit of Bitcoin every week or month, no matter the price. That sounds smart, but are there any downsides? Yes, there can be. DCA might not give the biggest profits if Bitcoin's price suddenly goes super high. Also, there are more transactions when you DCA, so there are more fees to pay. But it's too hard to pick the cheapest price of Bitcoin to buy bunches at a time. It could go down big and you are underwater until the next bull run. So, DCA helps us buy Bitcoin without worrying too much about the prices, but it might not make the most money? You got it, Polly. DCA helps us play it safe and steady, even if we don't catch the lowest prices. It's like having a bag of candies that we add to little by little. I see, Eli. DCA is like collecting candies without worrying about the price, and it's good for people who want to be careful. That's right, Polly, and that's the lesson for the day. Bye, Bye kids. kids! Thank you, children. Ladies and gentlemen, while we had our share of enjoyment during our previous Sunday's episode, there was a thread left untied. One of our contributors made an intriguing connection to a potential romantic partner. This connection appears to have sparked a creative flame within Pinto Pete, 
leading him to assemble a captivating lecture on the striking parallels between Bitcoin and the intricate dance of love. Pinto is waiting for us out on the range. Pinto, please take it away. Howdy y'all, Pinto Pete here, and today I'm fixing to share a tale about two things that might seem mighty different at first glance, Bitcoin and love. Now stick with me, because I'm going to spin a yarn that'll have you seeing these two in a whole new light. You see, Bitcoin and love, they both dance to their own tunes of similarity. It's like when I recently met a gal at the IHOP in Pflugerville, Texas. Now she was a sight for sore eyes, with a smile that could warm even the chilliest of nights. Just like Bitcoin and love, she had a way of making folks feel special and unique, like they were the only ones in the room. Now let's talk about trust and verification. In the world of Bitcoin, trust takes on a whole new meaning. It's like trustlessness, where you ain't got to rely on some big shot authority to keep things in check. Bitcoin's got its own brand of trust, where the protocol itself does the heavy lifting. You see, all you really have to trust in is math. But that's more like verification, not trust. But let's not forget, love's got its own trust game going on, too. It's all about believing in someone's intentions, counting on their support, and sharing the good and the tough times. It's like knowing that when you take a leap of faith, your partner's got your back, just like Bitcoin's got its cryptographic algorithms and consensus mechanisms standing guard. It's like my gal's smile that says, I'm here and I ain't going nowhere. It's like the math works out just right. You know what I mean? Now think about scarcity and exclusivity. Bitcoin, it's got a limited supply of 21 million coins, just like how you only got so much room in your heart for those deep emotional connections. It's like a precious gem you hold close, knowing that its rarity makes it even more special. And what about immutability and lasting impact? Bitcoin's got that time chain technology where once something's recorded, it can't be changed. Well, love's a bit like that too. The memories, the lessons, they stick around like Purdy Patty's laughter echoing in my ears long after we parted ways. And don't get me started on decentralization and autonomy. Bitcoin operates on a decentralized network, where transactions happen without some big boss calling the shots. Love's got a dash of that too, as folks forge emotional connections that ain't bound by society's rules. It's like following your heart and making your own path, just like how me and Purdy Patty danced under them Texas stars on Sunday night. But you know what really ties this all together? Proof of work. Yep, you heard it right. Just like miners work hard to mine them bitcoins, nurturing a relationship takes effort, dedication, and a whole lot of heart. It's about putting in the time, showing you care, and earning each other's trust and love day by day. Well now, Patty, my sweet sugar bottoms, I'm hoping you're tuned in to this here talk. How about we start our own proof of work together because this lecture's a special dedication to you, my darling. I can't shake you from my thoughts, and I ain't felt these fluttering feelings since I was a young buck with a heart full of fire. I find myself watching the clock, waiting for the moment we cross paths again. Patty, would you give a thought to making a change? How about leaving that IHOP apron behind and joining me out here on the open range? You see, darling, I want to hold you close, just like I hodl onto my precious Bitcoin. Let's trade in pancakes for starlit skies and syrup for moonlight, and write a new chapter together under the Texas stars. What do you say, Patty? Are you willing to take a chance on love, 
just like I've taken a chance on Bitcoin? So, my friends, next time you're sipping on some coffee at the IHOP, remember, Bitcoin and love might seem different, but they share a rhythm and a harmony that's as sweet as Purdy Patty's smile. Let's raise a toast to the mysteries of love and the magic of Bitcoin, two forces that remind us life's most precious treasures are worth cherishing. Until next time, keep riding the trail of love and Bitcoin, and may your hearts and your wallets be forever full. Adios, amigos. Thank you, Pinto. I hope Patty is tuning in. Folks, as we wrap up today's show, I'd like to offer a final thought if I may. Placing your funds into a Bitcoin spot ETF might signal your belief in a future rise in Bitcoin's value, but it contradicts the fundamental essence of Bitcoin itself. Investing in such an ETF demonstrates a lack of understanding of Bitcoin's true value proposition. Bitcoin's worth lies in its resistance to censorship and its capacity to traverse borders seamlessly. Opting for a Bitcoin ETF confines your holdings within a specific jurisdiction and under someone else's guardianship. You possess a chance to withdraw your hard-earned wealth from a system that has consistently diluted it over the years, a system that has effectively pilfered from you. However, instead of taking that opportunity, you place your trust in the very same deceptive powers by entrusting your wealth to their control through a different avenue. It's a paradox. All you need to do is buy Bitcoin and learn the art of self-custody. It's easier than you think. And with that, episode 54 of the Merkle Treehouse comes to a close. Join us every Sunday and Wednesday for the absolute best in Bitcoin mindshare. In the meantime, keep your money hard, your heart soft, and have a little fun sometimes. Horace, send us all home. Hi, folks. It's me, presidential candidate and award-winning journalist, Morton Anger. You would be doing the Merkle Treehouse a great service by sharing our content and recommending it to all of your friends and loved ones. Thank you, and God bless America. Thank you.